Well, good day, good day. This is Lisa Hawkins, the founder of Christian Warrior Woman. And I want to talk to you today about Christian confidence versus worldly confidence. There are seminars, as I am speaking right now, that are going on online and going on all over the world and books and continue to encourage women to be confident. And I'm not against building confidence in women. I think where we fail, and I definitely believe that we we find that we lack the confidence because it's built around ourselves. It's kind of new agey, if you think about it as well. We provide all these tactics and all of these things we can say and do and, and focus on to build up our confidence, right? We could tell ourselves, uh, we use our tongue to speak it into existence. But confidence is something that comes and flows through you naturally. Not something you can shove down in yourself. And where does that confidence come from? And this is why I want to talk about when we're building up our confidence. The first place we need to start is building that confidence in the spirit. Now, you might say, well, isn't it the same thing? Or what do you mean? Well, the Holy Spirit is God within us, breathing, sustaining and equipping us for our gifts, our talents, our, our parenting, our future. And Jesus, when he died on the cross, and when he was resurrected, the promise he made to the disciples was that a comforter would come. And that comforter would provide comfort, knowledge, skills, discernment, etc., right? The gifts of the Spirit. So our first place that we want to go in building confidence is within. We have to accept Christ as our Lord and Savior. We have to repent. We have to um, listen when we hear the Spirit talk to us. And how, for me personally, my confidence was built. And you can read in the book I wrote, Christian Warrior Woman, Taking Back Your Faith, Family, and Future. And it's on Amazon and Kindle and um, in paperback. But the experiences I share on there, how I gained my confidence in God and, and in humbling myself and realizing that all that I am and all that I ever will be, that strength, that productivity, the finances, all of that's coming through the Spirit of God abiding in me. And a scripture that, uh, that kind of feeds to that is Galatians 5.17. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit, and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want. Let me say that again. So, you, so that you are not to do whatever you want. So, for example, I may want to 
do things that make me feel better emotionally. But in my spirit, I sense "Mm, it's not right for you. Now, even you could use someone you're dating or even an argument you might get into with your husband. Your spirit might say, let the argument go. But your flesh is ticked off and wants to lash out and speak. There's a battle because if you avoid what the spirit says, who knows where that argument is going to lead and it may have ramifications later on. But when we live and we listen to the Holy Spirit, that is God within us, guiding us like a compass, then we're going to have a safer, stronger, more impactful journey. Does that make sense? The, the second point, I'm going to talk about three ways. The second point is God made each of us. He made each of us different. We vary in personality. We vary in how we look and our appearance. But he set us apart for his purpose. And so our distinctness is how God wants to use us to attract and to bless other people in our uniqueness. And when I look in the world and see everybody trying to get faces looking alike, noses looking alike, hair looking alike, body parts looking alike, you know, I see um, African-American women trying to get maybe Caucasian-looking bodies and Caucasian women trying to get African-American-looking bodies. It's like everybody's not trying to be who God created them to be. And, and believe it or not, in that deep seed is the enemy working in our lives, making us believe that our uniqueness is not enough, it's not a value, it's not attractive, And somehow you are limited by your personality, style, and look. And guess what? That is a lie. If we all look alike, sound alike, how boring will that be? Now, if we are envying because we want to look better, improve who we are, that's one thing. And I'm not against um, plastic surgery, so don't get me there. But... When we're trying to make our lips look different and doing all these drastic things, what is the real reason behind us doing that? One, because we're not confident that God created us, our uniqueness, for a purpose and for a plan. God didn't create us overweight. God didn't create us to be funny looking. God created you and planted you here in this time to affect people. And many times we're trying to live someone else's uniqueness and someone else's character and someone else's impact. And we fail. We fail because we're not in our own skin and our own personality and our own life. Make sense? In Jeremiah seventeen seven. 
But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. So when people are telling you that you just have to be confident, ask yourself, confident in what? Confident in God that he's going to provide, confident in God that he has made you smart enough, um, good enough, and you're worthy enough of all the great things that life can offer you. That's where I would start with. The confidence that if God puts has the sun set in the, in the sky, for how many years? The moon and the stars set in the sky. We have not awakened one day where they said, I think the sun didn't show up today. We'd be dead. If he has a plan for the plants and the seasons and the animals, why are you not worthy enough and unique enough for him to have a plan for your life? He created you as well. And you're a whole being. You're not a mistake. You're not an offshoot or, oops, God made a mistake. God doesn't make mistakes. Name one mistake that God has made. So your uniqueness is of value. So that's number two. The last is when we read the word, the, what helps build our confidence is seeing what God sees in every woman. As you read the stories, as you read the, the frailties, the insecurities, the failures of man and of women and, and lacking confidence, and you see God in their doubt, in their fears, in their worry, God is constant and faithful and true and loving and forgiving. That's our third place of confidence, that our desire, because God does not see us the way we view ourselves, especially on our bad days, lady, ladies, it's important to remember that he's always has a purpose for us. Even though you may feel useless, worthless, and feel shame and other things, you may be feeling that but that's not who God created you to be. Those are feelings. Even though you may be feeling that way, maybe it was you know, pressed upon your heart to call a family member, to heal a wound, to encourage a friend, or make dinner for someone. Whatever mood you're in, God always desires to bring light to those in need, and you are a person that can do that. We can't forget the moments God did use us in spite of how we felt about ourselves. I've gone and ministered and seen God miraculously heal people. I was exhausted going to do that service. I didn't even know how I would make it through the service. And I just said, Lord, you know what my desire is, for the people at this service, I don't feel anywhere near 75% more or less um, ministering tonight. I don't even know what the word is that you want me to teach on. And believe it or not, when I got there and started preaching and teaching, 
the Holy Spirit just gave me this flood of energy and this message came through and people got healed. And because of my pushing myself and allowing God to manage that that service, when I left, I, you would I would have thought I had had a shot of some serious Cuban coffee or some some high octane um, caffeine drink. I felt so wound up, encouraged, inspired of what happened at the service. I forgot all about being tired. So we can't sometimes go by how we feel. We never should go by how we feel because what we can do with God, we can't do it without him. So if I were just relying on Lisa's feelings and say, well, this is what I'm going to do. I would have failed in that, but I had to acknowledge that, you know what, it's not who I think I am. It's who God says I am through my walk with Christ. So when it comes from confidence in God, it will stir the lion within you. It'll stir that fierceness, that warrior Um, Spirit will raise up inside of you and not let you be tired. So when we talk about that, the lamb inside, the Holy Spirit both roars like a mighty lion, but it also remains still and quiet when the time calls for it. So I want you to think about these three areas. The first one was confidence in the spirit confidence in your uniqueness and how your, you know, when we say I am chosen, as I taught on the other day, I am chosen, we have to have confidence in the fact that I'm chosen. We have to have confidence in God and Christ that they love me, have chosen me, and have prepared me to do what I have to do. So seeing what God sees in you is easy. He created you. He made you wonderfully. And so I want you to focus on what the Word talks about, the gifting of the Spirit. And we'll go over more of that tomorrow. But if we have confidence in God and the Holy Spirit that abides in us because we have asked Christ to come into our life, then we there is nothing that is impossible. There is nothing that you can't do, that you set your mind to, that God blesses you to do. Now, I'm not saying that you're going to sit here and think, okay, well, now I can just rub the crystal ball and things will happen. How you'll be blessed is by listening and hearing the voice of God. And if you today are not able to hear God, then I would ask you that in your prayer time, that you quiet and remove some of the noise from your life so you could hear God. So that's my prayer for you today, that in gaining confidence, you need to hear God. Okay, so I thank you for listening today. I want you to be encouraged. I want you to say that prayer in your journal. I want you to write down What are the areas? Why do you think you lack confidence? And see if it is because of your own physical things you can do and not do. I have seen people with 
no high school diploma, no college degree, be millionaires or become millionaires. So you can't say, I don't have confidence because I lack education. You can't lack confidence because you don't have a husband. You don't need a husband for confidence. There is nothing that you can come up with that if you put your confidence in the spirit, that everything else could be provided. Trust me, I've done it. You can read several examples in the book called Christian Warrior Woman. God bless you. And until tomorrow, have peace.